Hello everyone and welcome to the first official J&J Lose the Plot podcast. Uh, I'm your host Joshua. I'm your co-host Joel. Today we're going to talk about the Netflix original I Am Mother. Yeah and I think before we jump into that we're going to be chatting a little bit you know just kind of seeing what's going on with each other what's Mm, new in the... Small conversation. Yeah sounds good. Okay um so I guess the big thing that's kind of happening right now is this whole spider-man news mm-hmm. yeah i saw did it hear, did you did you hear about this yeah i saw it okay so as of right now the all the only information we have is is like a, a statement from sony yeah that basically says yeah the only official news that that's come out everything else is just speculation mm-hmm. everything is just rumors or leaks or whatever so none of it is actually true besides what sony has uh said Stated right and it might also and just be the, like a publicity, like, hey, Disney's not playing ball. And maybe it's just yeah. put the heat on them. So I guess to, to like let the to fill in the audience for, for those who don't know, um, Sony and Disney slash Marvel have a deal to bring Spider-Man into the MCU. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, their deal was that Spider-Man, the Spider-Man movies would be completely funded by Disney and Sony would get 95% of the profit. Much, much. Yeah. And then when Spider-Man was in a Marvel run movie, so like when he was just like a cameo or a, mm-hmm. a side character, Marvel would get 100%. Mm-hmm. So that was their deal originally. And I think there was like a four or five picture deal. Yeah. And negotiations were supposed to restart recently and after the new spider-man spider-man far from home uh just made over a billion dollars mm-hmm. it's now sony's highest grossing movie ever mm-hmm. um disney apparently like apparently um from what i can gather did not ask for 50 percent of the revenue uh that the new spider-man movies make but that Sony puts up 50% of the cost to make it. Ah, so they go 50-50 in a deal. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't see the, right. the specifics at all. Basically, I just saw that Sony wanted to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about them going 50-50 and it, just assuming that they meant 50-50 on the profit. Mm-hmm. And from what I can gather, it's 50-50 on uh, producing it. Yeah. Because... Uh, because it just made over a billion dollars, Marvel and Disney do not want to give up Kevin Feige, their like their producer that is making hit after hit, mm-hmm. making billion dollar movie after billion dollar movie. Mm-hmm. They don't want to give him up to a studio and a movie that they're not going to see any profit from. Right. So I guess that's what this big fight is over right now is actually Kevin Feige. It's right. not even necessarily Spidey. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. But I, I, yeah, I mean, he Kevin Feige is, is great. I don't think that there's really anybody else that has done this before. Like, mm. there, there's other producers that have made a lot of great movies and, you know, like, like Spielberg has produced a lot of things. Yeah. You know he's a great filmmaker and everything. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so many, but but Kevin Feige is is kind of like a weird case because he's making hit after hit, making you know billion dollar movie after billion dollar movie, and hasn't had a flop yet. Mm. Like even Spielberg has a couple of flops. Yeah, and I, I can't think of anybody who has like reached this level. Well, of he had Daredevil. Daredevil, I took He's co- he co-produced it though. Did he co-produce those two? Yeah, Daredevil and Elektra. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was. Well, I mean, he was on most of them, seemingly like X Men, Spider Man, Daredevil, X Two, Hulk, Punisher, Spider Man Two. But he was executive producer oh, are, are of you... Hulk, Punisher, and Spider Man Two. But he was also the associate producer on X Men and Spider Man. I think he started being a producer okay. starting to, in, with Iron Man. So I'm guessing basically right. once he got the reins, he was able to. Yeah, so he started on the MCU with uh, Iron Man. Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, First Avenger, I actually didn't know that he was uh, producing for all of the other ones. Yeah, I'm not actually even sure what 
like associate producer and executive producer and co-producer. Yeah. Where's the where's I'm the line? One hundred percent sure on that. But yeah, he was yeah. like starting with Iron Man, then he was basically producer. Yeah, and and I mean, especially since Disney has uh, has taken over Marvel because mm-hmm. that happened in two thousand and nine. So since two thousand and nine, which was uh, I think two thousand and yeah, two thousand and nine areas when Marvel started to take over, or sorry, Disney started to take over Marvel. Right, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. And then I think it was finalized the first, Marvel. like, f- I think the first actual. Um, yeah, August twenty thirty first. So this month. Yeah. Ten years ago. Oh. oh. The first movie that Disney fully had their hands in was the Avengers. Yeah, it it, it sucks. Um, it it sucks that Spidey's leaving, but it's also kind of nice to see Disney not get everything. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, know. as a fan of the universe, I want to see everyone together, and I really like Spider-Man, and Marvel does mm-hmm. better work with him than Sony yes. does. I mean, uh, I don't know. Depends how much like handiwork they had in this, into the Spider-Verse, because that's my favorite Spider-Man movie right. so far. Yeah, it's, it's um, definitely the best. So, But, yeah, I also feel like Sony really does not care about their animation uh, division. Yeah. Like, it, I can't I can't see Sony having too much to say about an animated movie. Mm-hmm. But, and, and it, I think it also helps that uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller yeah. ha- had a help in creating That's that. what I was going to say. That's probably more they up did to them. a really great job. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so then, like, it, 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 I think at that point it becomes less on the company and more, like, people creating the movie in Sony. Like, to actually make yeah, a good movie. Sure. And I'm scared it'll just go back to, like, The Amazing Spider-Man or uh, yeah, those like, those were pretty bad. Yeah, just, we will have to review those one day. Yeah, because well, I mean, I don't know. Amazing Spider-Man Two. I don't think I want to watch them again. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would honestly be a hard watch to watch Amazing Spider-Man Two again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's so okay. immemorable. Uh, I don't remember it at all. It, it wasn't even. It wasn't even fun. Bad. It was just yeah. bad. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and we're about but good yeah, movies it's... or fun bad movies. Nothing in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll shut it off. But yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on one hand, cool. On the other hand, I don't know. Especially since this this Tom Holland Spider Man is so like tied into the MCU. Yeah, I know exactly. Like, and it, it it's the first one that I feel like, oh, this is the Spider Man that like I feel like I picture in my mind. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So it's kind of yeah, disappointing, like, but. Anyway, I never once believed that Tobey Maguire is is a high school kid. No, exactly. He was like thirty. You know what I mean? Like he, I think Tom Holland like perfectly fits the role of teenage yeah Spider Man. Yeah. Um. So and yeah, I, like I don't know if you've seen the new Far From Home movie yet, Not but yet, no. um, it's extremely tied into the MCU mm-hmm. to Tony Stark. Yeah. Like the the movie is about Spider-Man and his relationship with Tony Stark. Yeah. So it's having super a weird sequel, to split it off. Yeah, having yeah. a sequel to that movie with Tom Holland and not having it connected to the MCU is going to feel really weird and disjointed. Yeah. Well, the the article that I read was that um they were they were they were theorizing that they wanted to split off their own Spider-Man universe with um with Venom uh, and Carnage and Mysterio and, and their their own, yeah, you know, that whole thing. Silver Sable and Black Cat yeah. and they're making Morbius with... Uh, Which I Jim mean, Leto. like, if you compare the, the quality of Venom and um, Spider-Man Homecoming or Far From Home, I feel yeah. like there's quite a big... Like, Venom was enjoyable to a degree, but not in the same sense. Yeah. So, we'll see, I guess, where we end up. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Is there anything else? Uh, well, there's that underwater trailer we just watched. That was yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, Kristen so, Stewart seems to be in a lot more stuff, and it's like yeah, I, funner. I'm really starting to like Kristen Stewart. Yeah, yeah. like uh, okay, so this Charlie's Angels uh, trailer, like this movie that's coming mm-hmm. out, I want it to be good so yes, bad. Yes, me too. But it just looks not so great. 
But I, the, sometimes trailers. But it looks fun. Sometimes like, trailers just don't know how to cut a movie. So I'm hoping that's, that's what it true. is. Like they're just showing us like, yeah. hey, do you, this quacky girls, right? And you and but then hopefully the movie will actually be, I don't know, yeah, like good. But she was so fun in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when I so so when I saw her in this trailer, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah. And I, like I'm gonna preface this too by saying I don't like horror movies. Mm-hmm. I think that for the most part. They're dull and like very. Just because you're not scared by anything, you're so yeah, fearless. Yeah, I'm. I'm usually. Yeah, I'm so cool. Yeah. I'm not scared. Yeah, that's what it is. But I don't know. Yeah, he cried at ET. By I the way, everyone. I did cry during ET. <laughs> I listen. I saw that movie when I was like three or four years old. And three or I four years I didn't ago, cry because yeah. I was scared. I didn't cry because I was scared. I cried because I was sad that ET had to go home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it's good to have feelings. That's true. That's true. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to this underwater movie. It looks mm-hmm. like a really fun horror movie. Yeah. I don't normally say that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks, but, I don't know. The, it, 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 it resonates alien a lot, which I really oh, love. Oh, for sure. I watched that when I was little, and that was a mistake, because it gave me nightmares for the rest of my life. <laughs> also, segue yeah. into Critters. Which there's a scene where there's a critter coming out of a bush and jumps into uh, a Easter bunny full costume, and it still makes me afraid of peeing in the woods at night. Oh my God. <laughs> I still second guess it. Like I don't know if something's going to jump out and get me. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a horror movie I will never watch. Yeah, yeah. stuck with me for almost thirty years uh, now. <laughs> uh. But, re- you know what, though? Recently, there's been a lot of good horror movies. Yeah, I think that we've left the gore era, which annoyed me yeah, a lot. Because I was so super into good. horror in high school. And I watched, mm. like, Texas Chainsaw Massacres. And then, like, Saws came out. And the first one, I was like, ooh, this is new and cool. And they did, like, 1,700 right. of those. And then yeah. every movie after that was more less about scaring and more about gore. And I just, you mm. know, once you see one hand getting chopped in half, you're kind of like, all right, you don't need to show me yeah. again and again and again and again. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, I completely agree. I think they're 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 like the what was that movie, The Witch? Um, that was kind of mm. just like eerie, you know. It's like three or four actors, and there's not that right. much going on, but you're just the whole time you're just watching, and you're going, oh, yeah. God, I'm uncomfortable. But in a, in a kind of a good way, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that 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 one was good. I like The Quiet Place. Yeah, that was very good. Uh, Get Out. It. I haven't seen that one yet. Need to watch it. Uh, it. No, Get Out. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a very good. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's I know. I see it. It's yeah, terrible. it's it's very good. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think the key for me, at least, to uh, getting a good horror movie is making me like the characters. Mm-hmm. If you if you get me to like the, the, the characters at the beginning, when you put them in danger, yeah. I will be scared. Yeah. But, but for the most part in horror movies, I... They're just so stupid. Yeah, they're so dumb. The characters aren't developed, and usually they they act like cartoons mm-hmm. of characters, yeah. like a caricature. Yeah. So that way, when you know something bad happens to them, it's like, yeah, of course this yeah, is, this of course. bad thing is going to happen to you. Yeah. You went in the you dark know, room alone. Know, <laughs> yeah. You went yeah. In the knife room. Of course you're going to get stabbed. <laughs> but like with it though, they really develop those care those kids mm-hmm. and and gave them a lot of character yep. and I fell in love with them. So when they were put into danger, I was genuinely scared. Yeah. Well, same thing with stranger things too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Well, season three, I suppose, it was definitely more horror. This, that the last mm-hmm. season, and they made you care about the characters a lot. And then, Oh yeah. 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 And I guess the, the last thing I really, uh, was thinking about was the new matrix movie. Oh Yeah. Matrix Four. Yeah, I don't know if they need a fourth, but no, I guess I, don't I guess so. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. To be honest, I remember the first Matrix, and I think I saw the other two, but yeah, they're not. I don't remember any. Like, I don't think I could tell you one scene. No. Well, I mean, by minus so, the um, the Agent Smith battle, where the Agent Smith just kept coming at Neo, because I was right, in two, yeah. I think. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't in one, but it was in two I'm going to have to go back and rewatch those. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And the, the Wachowski uh, sisters are back. 
for it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so they're back. Keanu's back. Um, I think everybody's coming back. Yeah. The movie is from what I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm also curious to see what a modern Matrix movie is going to be. Yeah. I mean, the graphics will be very good. That's well. Are they going to maybe. like <laughs> jump in the future? Yeah. Like maybe it'll be like more like Terminator, like Man versus the Machine, like outside the Matrix, yeah. with maybe some Matrix yeah. stuff at the end. I don't know. Or maybe it'll be them like, oh god, we made a mistake. I want it back. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember how the how it ends. To be honest, did they did like everybody escape the Matrix? I, I actually don't remember. don't remember too. Now that you say it, so remember he talked <laughs> yeah. he talked to God basically, uh, right? I in the white room that. with the white suit, and that's about it. I think he looked. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that we're talking about this then, since neither of us can remember. Yeah, a thing it's super good it. to talk about it when <laughs> we're super yeah. just speculating on how good it was. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, maybe, maybe we should just jump in. Yeah. <laughs> Start talking about Let's it. talk to a movie we actually did watch, which is I Am Mother. Came out not that long ago, and... Uh, yeah, a couple of months ago? Yeah. It came out this year. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I remember seeing the preview, uh, and I really wanted to watch it, and then I didn't for the longest time, and it's because of this mm-hmm. podcast that I did watch it. Yeah, I when I first saw the trailer, I was really intrigued, mm-hmm. but I was also nervous because I haven't heard of very many Netflix sci-fi movies mm. or even like fiction movies that have done super great. Yeah. I mean, Stranger Things is really good. Yeah. Bright is awful. Yes. I mean, it's, it's a Will Smith movie. I don't know. Oh, I feel like it, it yeah. met the bar that I was expecting. Mm. I mean, there's also Black Mirror, so I guess, I don't know, yeah. maybe, maybe there well, wasn't I think they, much they to, cast to such a wide about, net but... that they got... True. A lot of like some good, but just a lot of everything, right? Like if you compare it to a TV channel, True, yeah, you, stuff you get there. Oof, there's a lot of bad. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Netflix is almost like its own movie studio now. Yeah, really. Well, that almost have to be with Disney is... Plus coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't really talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. It's not big news. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not too big. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I was going in cautiously optimistic Yeah, and I was surprised with it. I was, there were some stuff that I really enjoyed. Um, it felt like a small movie, which I really Mm -hmm. liked as well. Yeah. If, yeah, it felt like there's a lot of love in it, you know, like, I don't know, like I was sucked in right away. Like when the joy was getting put together and just like, they just cold start right with like days since human extinction Mm -hmm. one. And it's just like. They just start with the embryo. They don't explain what happened. Like, you just start in the world, and you right. have one character to care about right now, and you just kind of get sunk into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, right from the beginning, they kind of grab you with, like, the whole 63,000 yeah. embryos or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, this is yeah. cool, interesting. Um, so it's, it's also not, like, a super action-packed movie. No. Which I really didn't mind, yeah. because... It was, there's a lot of suspense. Yeah, it was more like, it was more like cold thriller. Like, just like, I don't know what this character is thinking. God damn it. Yeah, it was, it was really kind of messed with you. Mm -hmm. Because you, you really want Mother to be telling the truth. Yeah. Because you kind of, you're shown, like, all the love and care. Yeah, I mean, you you start, yeah, exactly, you start with her. Yeah. 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 Um. So, what am I talking about next? But anyway, like, spoiler alert right off the bat, I guess. Cause, yeah. Because I'm actually, so, when a daughter grows up to a teen, it said yeah. days till extension, 13,000. And I'm usually yeah. really good at mental math. And I was like, oh, what's that, like 15 years? Yeah, that sounds about right. It's 35 years. So they gave away that yeah. she was not going to be the only one right off the bat. And I did not catch it. I know. I was so mad at myself because mental math like, my one thing that I'm good at. And then that was, yeah, I, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Like I, I really did not. Yeah. Cause it was, um, it was after we finished the movie that I was like, wait a second. And I pulled out my phone, calculated. And I was like, God damn it. They told you right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing, they, they also chose like a good number of days where you could possibly get it wrong. Go, Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I must've yeah. done, done the math wrong. Yeah. Because, cause it was like, you know, 
what would you say, like 25, 30, or no, it's like 35, right? It's, well, it's 13,000 days, and that's about, about 35 years. Right. So, and I don't even know how I screwed up that math. It's so off. And I was just like, I think it's because I saw her as 15, I was like, yeah, 15, that sounds right. Yeah. And I didn't even question it at the time. Yeah. But, so, so did you see these twists coming? Um, not early. Like, early on, I was very much like, holy shit, what the hell? Okay. Um, but then as we were going towards the end, it started being a bit more, but I think because there was less avenues to go down, you know, there Mm -hmm. was less twists to come. Um, I think once they kind of showed her building the tracker, which she put in the bag, right? then I was like, oh, okay. And then, but then, but then they told the audience because you saw the bullet scene where like she compared the bullet. She's like, oh, clearly it's not. The same one, so Mother's the one that's lying. Right. Yeah, so uh, this woman, like, you know, shows up and, and tries to get in, and she's got a bullet wound, so they, they take the bullet out of her. I really love the scene with, with uh, her deciding to do the surgery mm-hmm. herself. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. It really showed, like, how far she'd be willing to go to learn more. About humans, yeah. She was very much like, yeah. I need more human Mm-hmm. And I was very happy too about because once they showed the picture of the other teenage boy and the girl was like, "Who's this guy?" and I was like, "Oh God, are they gonna mm-hmm. shove a love story in this like it's the characters are already enough for me. you don't need to right. do this, but they didn't, and I was very, very glad that yeah. they kind of kept it to the three characters um what did you so what did you think about like that second plot twist then which one where you find out that the woman's lying. Oh, but the I was like, oh, okay, um, yeah. I think I think that I kind of wish they would explain a bit more, like what happened or why, or like like explain sure. explain to her that like like she was the only one that got away because that would have made more sense at the end when mother goes into the hut and be like, it was almost like someone was planning this. It would have made more sense like mother wiped out everyone but that woman to get her to come to this place to convince this girl to become the new caregiver, basically. R- well, no, that was one of Mother's babies. Oh, the older lady. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, I definitely think so. So so you find out that that woman, so she tells her backstory mm-hmm. where she was left on a doorstep. Okay. And that she was adopted. So this family found her and raised her as their own. Right. So she never grew up with a mother. Right. And she, so, so when, and you're kind of hinted at this during, um, uh, the scene where daughter is, um, studying for the exam Mm -hmm. and mother is teaching her about the sacrifice of one to save five. Like, is it worth it? Yeah. And mother thinks it is. Yeah. The woman is that one person. Right. Mother gave birth to her i guess like like you know yeah found her made her or whatever made her and then dropped her off and then counted on her coming back yeah to teach the girl to, to teach the daughter about humanity and to like have her doubt and fight to yeah. be 100 percent. yeah yeah i don't know and, and yeah and when she when mother goes into the uh the shipping crate on the beach, mm-hmm. she even is holding like a statue of Mary. Yeah. And like you never knew your, your mother, did you? Blah, blah, blah. So yeah. that's, yeah, I, I'm almost positive that that that's is. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, like I, I had thought of that earlier in the movie, but it kind of left my mind right. later because I thought she said that, well, I guess she grew up before the extinction event, but I guess that doesn't make like the androids are around right. at that time. So it could have been her. Yeah, I don't know. She asked, she's like, have you seen a show? But I guess no, because it was 35 years. So that, that makes sense, because that girl was th- about 35, or maybe a little older. Right. So maybe she was, yeah, put in, like, a, as a bug. Because I, I figured, on my, my point, I was just like, oh, she was, she probably found her, and then started shooting mm-hmm. people around her, and let her right. live, and then shot her in the gut to make her come to this place. But yeah, that's crazy if, 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 uh, if, she, if she was actually one of the embryos. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah. I, I that's what I had assumed. Uh-huh. Because they do look similar. Mm-hmm. Like they did definitely 
choose like an actress, two actresses that kind of like look similar. Like if they they could have right. played daughter and mother in another movie. When I watched the trailer, I I had originally thought it, the twist was going to be that it was her genes that were stolen, right, to create the daughter. Yeah, and that it was going to be a fight between like the two mothers right. for the daughter. Yeah, which it kind of still was assumed. for. Like the yeah, second arc, yeah, there. in a sense, yeah. yeah. She she was definitely like a surrogate mother to her, like, yeah. You know, went, like for humanity, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it was a uh, it was pretty uh, pretty fun. I really liked that twist. Yeah, I really honestly was not expecting that. I also I don't think I was necessarily like I didn't necessarily suspect that mother was the one that created the apocalypse either. No, I think it was mostly like towards the end that I was like, oh, she's like a hive mind type thing. Yeah, um, which was really interesting. Yeah, I, I just... It's very, like, terminator Yeah, well, that's what I was, I was uh, saying after the movie was that it felt very much like all these movies that AI take over and humanity wins some magical way. It felt like, no, that wouldn't work because they're smarter than us, so they would they would out-calculate mm-hmm. us. And this is the aftermath. And I really liked that, like, point of view that they did. For, like, yeah. no, 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 you wouldn't win just because of love or, or you know, human cleverness because the ai is more than all of that so mm-hmm. um it would it would win and then it would it would be this which is i don't know i really like that yeah yeah i completely agree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh i guess another thing too that i'd like to talk about is the design for mother mm-hmm. what did you think i actually really liked it um i think there was only a few shots that i was like oh there's really a human in there but i think most of okay. them I think I really liked them. Like, like when she was running, when she was opening the, the gates really and stuff, good. and I just loved the run of like just like I don't know. Like yeah. I really like that shot. I, I, I thought that she was like a really great mix of being intimidating, mm-hmm. but also like, like endearing, maternal yeah. and soft. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't like it wasn't made made to be scary, and it wasn't made to be friendly. Like it wasn't like either. It kind of felt very neutral. And it was very good yeah. for her neutral tone. Yeah, and I think that Rose Byrne did a really great job of voicing her. Mm-hmm. I was worried. Like, do, are you familiar with Rose Byrne? No. She's um, she's in Bridesmaids. I'm whip out the old... I think I think she, I'm picturing she's her. She's in as... Bridesmaids yep. and and like the new X Men movies mm-hmm. and yeah. So she's like very like she's always kind of like playing like a really nice sweet character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like wondering how this intimidation thing was going to work yeah. with her. And I think she really pulled it off. Well, I think too, like it just helped that her character was kind of like nice all the time, but in a cold mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked it. It, it had, I, I always like when robots kind of lean into the realism mm-hmm. aspect. Yeah. It's very um, good. For, for, especially for movies like this. Yeah. Uh, it had a very like ex machina vibe yep. to it. I thought. Yep. Um, the whole movie kind of had an ex machina vibe. Yeah, but I actually like this but, one more than that ex machina. Yeah, you know i I really like ex machina, but uh, yeah, I, I wonder. Hmm. I think I still might like ex machina a little bit yeah. more, but I think ex machina for me but, was more. I could predict more of it, whereas this one I was really like like three quarters of the film. I was like, I literally can't guess what's happening right. and that yeah. made me feel pretty like i don't know it was a good experience mm-hmm. yeah that's completely fair huh yeah no i i um but i really liked uh her design mm-hmm. uh it also had kind of like a the the design itself had a chappy feel and it yep. just it, it kind of reminds me of like those boston dynamic robots mm-hmm. And I think it, it that kind of roots it in reality mm-hmm. a little bit, especially when you compare it to something like a Terminator, yeah, uh, skeleton. Because it like they're they are kind of fun and intimidating, but it's also kind of like a little bit out of the realm of realism. Yeah, exactly. Like kind of like the robotics when we work distance yourself. Yeah, and and I find yeah. this one too. Like it's nice because when um, the second older character comes at the android with a knife and actually just cuts one of her hydraulics. And then it mm-hmm. makes her like twitch. It felt more like, oh, you could actually win against an android with a knife. Like it made it made me feel right. like she was doing something silly by trying to stab a, yeah. a metal robot with a knife. You know, 
yeah, I, I I really liked her design, and I and and she was almost all practical effect as well. Yeah, which is awesome. I mm-hmm. absolutely love that. Yeah, well, it, um, it's probably necessary because it's a character interacting with a cold character, so she wasn't actually there. Like God, true. I mean, yeah. very hard for that actress to but, sell. But that's that's almost every movie nowadays. Yeah, there, all, like, but it's never like it's never just like one on one. Like they never. Not that they never do it, but it's not the core. Well, like with Chappie, well, with Chappie, for example. Yeah, that's true. He that was all completely CG. CGI motion capture. Yeah, they, they didn't they didn't put the actor in the Chappie suit or anything mm. like that. Like it was all the 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 actor might have been there. Yeah, for some of it to do like motion capture, but there's mm-hmm. no robot. So and and you can tell, mm-hmm. you can definitely tell. It, it doesn't matter how realistic the graphics look. Yeah, it's the interaction. Or the effects look. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, a good example of that is Thanos, I think, in Avengers. Mm-hmm. If you look at him, you can tell that he is CGI. Yeah. But but during the movie, because it's good CGI, during the movie, it doesn't take you out of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes good CGI, is it doesn't take you out of the movie. Yeah. Because it's not very often that it tricks you, that it's actually, at least for me, it doesn't actually trick me that that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's why this movie like was able to pull it off is because it was almost all practical effects. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's really cool. And that's the, they uh, teamed up with Weddle workshops to, uh, mm. to create the robot. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah, the director worked really closely. I, I was watching like some behind the scenes stuff, cool. but how they created it. And it's really fun. I'll, I'll link it to you. Thank after. you. Thank you. Yeah. It's really cool. But this is also the first time, uh, the director's, directed anything hmm. which is great yeah like that's uh, it's funny Grant do you think there's Spitor. something there about because like george lucas first movie was very small scale like it was the the thx um whatever yeah that was his that was like a short for his um i think it was a full feature wasn't it? Like, like a school they did make it a full feature afterwards yeah. I believe, but i think his first one was american graffiti thx eleven thirty. i'm gonna have to look that up yeah, because I, I, I always thought that it was a student film, T, uh, THX. Yeah, maybe. Well, directed based on early. Be... Yeah, he made Electric Labyrinth THX, but then he wrote a film called THX. Oh, he wrote. Oh, okay. So yeah, it, I think there's both. One of his first directed movies, like full, like full feature length movies, was American Graffiti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's look at. Is that filmography? Seventy three, and Star Wars was seventy seven. Anyway, I was gonna say that. Do you think it's something about like directors when they start out their career, they stick to like small scale stories? Because it seems like like a lot of the I really mean, great directors or the really famous ones anyway have like their first movie is very like concise and small, and they tend to be very like emotional, but good to me. Mm-hmm. And then like later on in their career, they tend like. I mean, George Lucas, for example, go kind of all out, and then like it's almost like if they finally got everything they wanted to do, and then but then yeah. they don't they forgot how to control it, you know? That could be it. It could be, it could be also just studio interference as well. Because mm. I mean, almost every movie that we see nowadays is like this big high budget movie that has you know, millions of dollars behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's usually run by a studio and the studio jumps in and at one point interferes. Yes, and you can usually tell the, the interference point. For sure. It's when and the, when the dwarf that, and the elf fall asleep, fall in love in The Hobbit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think a really good example of a filmmaker having a good first movie that they've done themselves in a bad second movie that they did with the studio mm-hmm. would be Josh Trank. Mm. Let me look him up real quick. Josh. Well, don't you don't even need to worry. Trank. He has two movie credits. His okay. first one is the movie Chronicle. Okay, okay. I don't Haven't know if you're seen... familiar with that. No. It's, it's a fun, it's a fun, low-budget superhero movie about these kids that get powers. Like, oh, there's yeah. never a point, the poster, never a point where they're in it. costume. Yeah, there's never a point where they're in costume or yeah. anything like that. 
Um, but it's just kind of like, whoa, they're, they're kids. Mm-hmm. They have fun with their power and that's it. His second movie was the 2015 Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fanforestic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, was bad. It was really bad. It was awful. Uh, I don't think and, I, I, I didn't even like plan to even see it ever. Oh, it's so, so extremely bad. Yeah, I accepted that uh, it was going to be bad and then... Yeah, don't ever watch it by yourself. That's yeah. my suggestion All for right. Fantastic Four. Hmm. I don't think I'll ever or watch for it. Stick. Yeah, I I waited a really long time to watch it, and then uh, after all of the bad reviews, it was out for like a couple of weeks, and I said, you know what, fuck it, let's let's all go and watch this movie in the theaters. I need to see it for myself. I need mm-hmm. to know how bad this movie is. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and a couple of friends went to go see it. We were the only people in the movie theater, and we laughed the entire time yeah and and you know i don't think that even the movie did anything remarkably funny in a bad way yeah i think that we were just making fun of it the well whole isn't time that worth life. the 15 dollars? you know laughing yeah, with oh, your yeah. friends yeah that's true uh josh Strike did his job can i blast him for a little second because his imd yeah. picture makes me super uncomfortable i hate him oh god yeah uh Apparently on set, I think I think it's okay to blast Josh Trank at this point. Okay. Because I think he's really well known for being really awful to the actors and people on set. Yeah, you can almost tell by his face. And everything. Yeah. I've seen one picture of the guy and I don't like him. So did you even hear about like everything that happened on Twitter when uh, when Fan Forstick was no. released in 2015? No, oh I, I don't go on God. Twitter. That's fair. It's probably for the best. But so he tweeted it before the movie was released, like a couple of days mm-hmm. saying, you know, in two or three days, um, a movie is going to be coming out. And at one point there was a really great movie, but the movie that's coming out is not my movie. And it is not good. It's he like completely trashed the movie yeah, before it was know- even out. You know, like, in which is the art community is kind of like when you post art and you're like, oh, I hate it. Why am I even doing this? And it's just like, well, then mm-hmm. don't like do it then better. Do it. Yeah. Then do it better and post that one because no one wants to like be proud of what you do or or yeah. or, or, or do it or again. Post your shitty movie uh-huh. and tell us how you would do it better. Yeah. Or or go and show us yeah. better yet. Like, mm-hmm. like show us, prove to us. That you can make good movies. You, mm-hmm. You've already done it once with Chronicle. Well, be yeah, be be proud of where you are, but move forward. Yeah, we yeah. we know how studios can be interfering with movies and mm-hmm. reshoots and not liking things, because from what he was describing, there were some good things and some bad things about his version of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like some of it was like it's going to be very like body horror esque, right? So when they come back they're going to really struggle with their powers and they're yeah. going to be like mortified. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Fantastic is going to be stretching and not going to be able to control the stretching. He's just going to kind of melt and he's got to like work his way up and like, and the studio said, make it zanier. And he went, Whoa, my arms are so long. I, I mean, you're not far off. Oh God. <laughs> it's, it's still so, uh, it's still so like just gloomy and gray and dull and boring. Mm. Uh, they have a Suicide Squad moment in the movie. Oh, good. Where, you know, when the the moment, you know what moment I'm talking about in Suicide Squad, where they say the name of the movie. Oh no! Can you play it back like part by part? Can you can you just play it for me? Oh, you want to reenact the like whole a live thing? like a live action like a live I, replay? I don't. I don't remember. I think. I think. Uh, Katana comes out and she's like, strap on these this bulletproof vest and grab some <laughs> guns because you're going to go do this mission. And Will Smith walks up and goes, what are we, some sort of suicide squad? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he looked at, camera. at the camera. And yeah, yeah, ended yeah. a gym from the office. Right down the, right down the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Just did a little shrug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, they, it's a they living. Fantastic Four. 
Which would actually be funnier. I don't know. Like if they made a very zany movie. Oh god. Just I don't think it I don't think it could have made it any worse. No, exactly. Just lean in a direction, I think is all I'm asking a movie to do. Lean in a direction. If you're funny, really lean on it. If you're yeah. thriller, <laughs> lean on that. But these like I these agree. things that try to do all of it, what are you doing? And I think that's exactly like this Josh Trank fella, I'm guessing his movie he wanted like dark and edgy and and yeah. you know um that's why I love the Spy Kids movies. Yeah. That's why I love the Spy Kids movies. Exactly, which because is your favorite movie of all so time. They're so goofy. I, I genuinely do like the Spy Kids movies. And it's because they're goofy and they know what they are. Mm-hmm. They know yeah. that they're a kid's movie and they don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. And they parody other genres of movies they parody spy movies Mm -hmm. or you know they do like the like noir thing with in uh, spy kids 3d it starts off with judy cortez he's got his like trench coat on and he's like you know narrating over top and he's solving mysteries as a uh, private investigator Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like it's just so fun they know exactly what they are, and they don't care. Yeah. and that's why some of these bad movies. Well, I think they do care. I think work. they they care. Like they know that what they know what they want to do. You know, they have a, a okay, vision. Yeah, that's true. And it doesn't yeah. have to be emotional. It doesn't have to be the next you know Oscar winner. They just know they wanted to make a goofy comedy, and they just leaned into it hard, and yeah. they released it, and it's so good. And then. Yeah, I think I think when the studios and directors have such different visions, like I'm guessing this Fantastic Four thing, Josh Trank probably uh-huh. wanted to be super emotional, and the studio was like, "Well, our zany movies have probably worked better." And then you end up in this middle zone of like a stupid, sometimes edgy movie with stupid jokes that just don't hit, yeah. and then you leave the movie theater going like, "Who? What? Mm-hmm. Where?" It's like it's you've got to have like a little bit of give and take too, because you also have to think of your source material. Mm-hmm. Because the fan for the 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 Fantastic Four comics are fun and mm-hmm. cartoony, and they're about family. Yeah, like that's that's really the heart of the Fantastic Four comics. Yeah, is that they're they're Marvel's first family, mm-hmm. and I don't think Josh Trank understood that. No, because he wanted to make it a horror movie, and he wanted to make it dark and gritty. Yeah. Like, the the villain is a character named Doctor Doom. Yeah, and he wears a silver mask. They they he originally um changed his name to Victor Dormachev. Oh wow, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So so they want he wanted to he wanted to not make, make that movie. This movie, yeah, he didn't he didn't want to make a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, he it felt like he had a good vision for a movie, and he got the attention of Fox and they gave him uh, fantastic four because of his movie Chronicle. Yeah. And the success that it got. Anyways, we got really off topic. What are you talking about? So the, la- the last, thing, like the last thing, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, the last thing I'll say about it is, yeah, the moment there's there, there it's at the end of the movie. Uh, they're finally at the Baxter building. This is the first time they've been in the Baxter building the entire movie. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. whole entire movie takes place on like like a military base or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. But uh, they're in the Baxter building. And they're looking down at all their lab equipment. It's the four of them sitting there. leaning up against a rail. And they're like, yeah, this is going to be great. Hey, uh, what should we call ourselves? Maybe we should give ourselves a oh, name. Oh, gosh. And one of them goes, well, uh, there's four of us. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty fantastic. And they're like, oh, the Fantastic Four. <laughs> it's just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, it's it's that level of stupid. Uh-huh. It's, oh, it's rough. But yeah, let's get back to talking about a good movie, please. Yeah. please. I mean, this, that's the thing is that when I watched it, I finished it. I was like, that's a very good movie. And then I felt yeah. bad because I have nothing to make fun of. Yeah, there, there wasn't really... Much bad. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it was a perfect movie by any means. No. But um, I also don't feel like there's any scene that I'd be like, this one I want to take out, or this one I want to true. replace. or like. Yeah. I think that they're, like, the first half, I think, was better. Yes. Yep. Like, the beginning was Same. very, very good. Yep. The middle was a little bit slow. Mm-hmm. And then near the end, it did pick up, and it kind of rushed it along. Yeah. 
I can. I think that. that's what I would change. Is I, I would like shrink the middle. Maybe take out. Yeah, take yeah. out some of the the middle. We spend a lot of time with woman. Yeah, that's um, that's Hillary Swank's character. Well, I think. Yeah. I think too. Like, I think you're right. I think if we shrunk the middle by maybe making her um, be friends with Hillary Swank's character longer. But not as many times being like, I'm the bad one, I'm, or I'm the good one, I'm the good one. Like, she kind of bounces right. three or four times, and then and then we're revealed, like, the bullet thing, you know, which was really cool, but I think less back and forth, or back and forth, but in a smaller amount of time, mm-hmm. but with a longer build-up beforehand, so that I didn't yeah. feel like a ping-pong for, because it was really like, she was friendlier with Mother for a while, and then... Um, Hilly's vice character convinced her otherwise, and then she was friend with her for a while, and it happened like three times, I think, until the bullet one that was the final like, mm-hmm. no, oh, mother's the wrong, like the evil one. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I think, and then I think a bit more visuals at the end to kind of describe what happened instead of it being a monologue almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I would have probably appreciated that because yeah, I think like not that I needed more convincing that she was kind of the the hive mind of the androids but i think something while where she's revealing it with audio i think a visual a better visual than cutting the beams would have been probably mm. a little nice but um i think they might have been able to overlay hilly's fast character's death with her converting like all of that at the same time to kind of be like yeah. all the ends would have hit at the same time um yeah. i think that might have worked better for me yeah, I, I can agree with that. That 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 would have been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So it would have been more like, oh, she can she can be good, quote unquote, right now right. by giving the baby to daughter, but then she's also at the same time killing off Hillary's character, so showing mm-hmm. that like almost being able to control multiple bodies at once, right? And almost like maybe making the conversations like the same but flipped or something, you know? Mm. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, what did you think about the theme of pets? I don't know if you like, like the mouse. Yeah. So, like there, there was the mouse mm-hmm. that she catches, yeah. and mother says it might be contaminated, yeah. and she disintegrates it. Mm-hmm. So we learn later on that it's not toxic outside. Yeah. And the re and I believe the reason why she wanted to kill the mouse was so she had no connection to any other living thing right yeah i don't know i guess that makes i didn't really think about like it was more like i thought it was she was just keeping up the lie type thing right and Um, i think that i think that take like keeping her away from that would uh strengthen the bond with strengthen the bond with the woman i like that when she comes in yeah when because that's like the only like a, theoretically mother's whole plan was mm-hmm. to have this woman come and return and yeah and talk to daughter yeah i kind of like that and i also like the origami because you can tell that she likes animals mm-hmm. from a small ch- as a small child she likes them yeah and then when she grows up she continued to continues to make the origami yeah and then uh at the end she leaves the origami dog for woman mm-hmm. so it was kind of this nice and and i think woman even at one point says why do you want me to stay here so i could be a pet yeah so so when she you know is petting the dog on the beach and then she runs away and leaves that origami dog there Mm -hmm. i thought that was pretty powerful Mm -hmm. like that was that was a really great moment yeah because mostly it's mostly more like like she feels like mother's like she's mother's pet basically Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, I also really liked how they humanized Mother at the beginning. Mm-hmm. They they really made you feel like she was like almost becoming human and and more motherly. Yeah. Um, I think they did a couple things. They they made she said something about how her jokes are improving. Mm-hmm. And then she also said that oh she messed up the the or she's trying a new cake recipe. Yeah. Oh, I thought it'd be fun to try a new cake recipe. Let me know how it is. Yeah, they really made it seem like a, like a, like a, you know, fledgling AI or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really made you, like, that interaction with daughter and her really, I I think that that's credit to the actresses, that actress as well. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, she did a really great job. I thought yep. her acting was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she interacted with the the robot really well and yep. made it believable. Yeah, because I think I think there wasn't any scene that kicked me out of the movie throughout the whole yeah. thing. Like I wasn't, I wasn't. Usually, there's always a scene that I'm just like, oh come on. But yeah. Yeah, there is usually, like, one scene. But, yeah, there, there wasn't really anything that was like, oh, don't. And you know what I also really loved about this? Mm-hmm. In these suspenseful parts, there's never a moment where I'm like, oh, my God, tell her the truth. Yeah. Or, like, oh, like, what are you do-? Like, there, there was never a moment where I was, like, mad at the main character for doing something stupid or for keeping mm-hmm. something from somebody. Yeah, because I think I you, were, like, you were always in the same emotional beat as the main character. Yeah, I completely agree. Because I was like, when when the the major confusion was happening, I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who's lying. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I want to know because usually I do, but right now I don't, and it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But it like, yeah, you felt the same emotions as the main character, which was pretty neat. I completely agree. I mean, even down to like setting up that you love mother, and that when you find out she does, she is betraying daughter, mm-hmm. you also feel a little bit betrayed, because at least for me, I was hoping throughout the whole movie that she was good. Right. Yeah, I wasn't so, sure. I was just, I I think I kind of shut off my my pick-a-side thing, and kind of mm-hmm. just like was like, I don't know. True. So they kind of yeah. did that whole thing where like mother was kind of the, the nicer one, but she was obviously going to be the evil one type thing. Not obviously, but like... Yeah. They did it for a reason, you know. Actually, um, I looked up the budget for this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie only had a budget of $5 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Isn't that amazing? That is really good. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like, I, half of, like that's like half of TV production, basically. That's that's so good. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's put this in perspective. One of the worst movies of last year was Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. Do, you know, do you know the budget for Jurassic World? Uh, probably Kingdom? like one hundred seventy-five or two fifty. One hundred and eighty million. Yeah. Is is what it's it's estimated. Uh, one eighty to one ninety, I believe. Which God. is absolutely buck wild. Yeah. Because I don't think I've been able to watch that movie in one sitting. I've watched it twice now. It's rough. Mostly to goof on it. Theaters, dude. Oh, uh, no, thank you. I, I, oh, I, I was like, actually, that's probably the only movie I ever thought about walking out on. <laughs> I, I don't. I sit through bad movies. I don't care. That was one movie I was like, oh, it's. It was just so painful. Yeah. And made me so mad. Yeah, well, they they had the million arcs. They had million villains. Oh, but I bought the dinosaurs in a basement. <laughs> That's crazy. That's that yeah. almost, is almost maddening because it's just like, can you give these creative people like just a little bit more money and stop? No. Uh, uh, the world we live in. Yeah. Especially Netflix. Netflix is shilling out money everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the budget would be being five million is just crazy, mm-hmm. and and I, I I would assume that a good chunk of that word you know, for the robot it is probably for the <laughs> robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess and it, set design and I mean the set design is what like five rooms, and yeah. you got the one robot character. I mean you got a bit more robot characters at the end, but those look CG to me. And then, yeah, I think so. Um, even so it, even the the robot that visited the woman in the. Uh, the shipping container i think that uh, that might have been cg yeah it might have been yeah yeah there weren't even any too many like setting setting shots that i think are completely cg i'm so i'm sure that there was a lot that was like um there was a lot of effects mixed in with yes the actual set i'm sure probably like not painting and stuff but yeah or even like lighting or like Mm -hmm. computer stuff might have been uh edited as well definitely the um Definitely, like, her little iPad that she was watching The Tonight Show on. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess, I guess, yeah, the, even when they're walking through the desert, like, with all the dead trees and the black sand, mm-hmm. that even looked practical. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was CG. Like, the... the There's the, probably some CG. Like, they probably had, the like, a background small set, looks, and then they probably added yeah. some stuff. Yeah, it looked like a matte background. That but they, they, you, you know, can find like some cool stuff, though, but, too. Yeah. 
And then maybe the ocean as well. That like that kind of looked a little CG. Well, yeah. But I mean the 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 um, I'm watching it right now. The, I think mm-hmm. they found a beach and they definitely CG'd in some crates. Yeah. But the yeah. the ocean looks pretty real. Yeah. Yeah. They probably had the one crate on set, and then you know the ship and the the other crates were probably CG and. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it was a uh, fun fact. The girl's actually CG, but the robot's practical. Oh my god. That's a little insider info from J&J's Lost the Plot. <laughs> Alita Battle Angel 2, we finally got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same, it's actually the same CG model as Alita, they just shrunk the eyes. They shrunk the eyes. <laughs> actually, this is, this is, they, they actually made this model and then they just bigified the eyes. Yeah, that's, no, you're right, yeah. They scaled yeah, the eyes James up. Cameron is like, bigger eyes. Like, okay, I mean, we're building the rig for some reason. It's an so. anime. Big eyes. Big eyes. What about all your other characters? No, smaller no, eyes. Oh, small eyes. Small eyes. Except Alita, bigger eyes. Big I eyes. Different. <laughs> God. Uh, okay, yeah, that was a different podcast. Let's. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so I guess um, my last question to you, Joel, is would you recommend I Am Mother? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. I mean, not after you watched this, because we spoiled the whole thing. <laughs> what are you doing? Watch That's it before true. watching yeah. this. Yeah, you should have watched it. We yeah. should have said that before we started talking about the movie. Balls. But yeah, I I would also recommend I Am Mother. Yeah. It was really good, really fun. And it's on Netflix. So if you yeah. have a Netflix account... Whichever one does. Uh, yeah, pop it on. It's, it's a shorter movie, too. I think it was only about an hour and a half. One second. 145 yeah. it ends. 145? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it was, uh, yeah, it was it was really good. A lot of fun. A lot of good acting. Mm-hmm. Some fun set pieces. I give it a recommend. Yeah. I give it a, a three out of three popcorns. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I'm going to make a scale up for every episode we make. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three out of three, huh? It'll be the food that I'm that I'm craving, and then a random number that I think of. Oh, I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard it here first. Three out of three popcorns. Mm-hmm. Write that on the back of the uh, the DVD cover, and uh, yeah, I guess that's a wrap on I Am Mother. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anything new with you, Joel? Uh, well, I just crushed through the Shira on Netflix. Ooh, I just started very uh, good. watching that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they did. They did. They did character arcs and relationships really well in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished Three Below, which was yeah lukewarm. Uh, yeah, Stranger Things was very good. Very very um, good. I, I started, but haven't finished Grand Blue. It's kind of just like a video game anime, kind of fun. Mm. Um, and I want to start Cannon Busters, but I'd probably do that later today. Okay. And the games I'm playing, uh, I'm back at the Final Fantasy fourteen, so not much to talk about that. Because you do the same thing over and over again, but it's still fun. How about yeah. yourself? Cool. Um, I've been reading lots of comics. Read some 1980s uh, Marvel team-up. Oh, sorry, Marvel 2-in-1 comics. Ooh. Uh, with The Thing and Quasar. Doing a little uh, Quasar series. Mm. Uh, I've been reading also the new Miss Marvel series. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw yeah, you buy those. So... Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. I, I really like I really like the um, the original run of Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, and they just rebooted everything again from number one Marvel. They keep doing this. Hmm. They keep going. Okay, we're gonna they reset. keep losing the plot. Issue number one. They keep losing uh, the plot. Uh, 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 that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I've been playing Breath of the Wild a little bit. I'm like two years late on this bandwagon but mm-hmm. uh, i'm i'm loving it um i watched comedians in cars getting coffee the new season uh-huh. it's up on netflix i really love that series yeah i should try to get I, I watched some clips i never watched the whole episode yeah they're they're fun most of them are pretty short like 15 minutes yeah. 10 15 minutes so they're pretty easy to get through mm-hmm. uh chef is a new uh, oh. series it's kind of like a spin-off of uh john favreau's yeah, I think we Chef watched that movie, too. I feel like I watched that, but, but I don't know if I did. But it's like a reality show, like a talk show yeah. almost. Right. No, I yeah, didn't watch that. It's fun. I, I would recommend that as well. Not like a whole lot else. Getting ready for the con and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. uh, so where can yeah. they find you at the con? Can they find you? 
Will this be out before yeah. the con? I think so. Yeah, yeah. The con is. Um, so I'm. I have a, a booth selling art um, at the uh, Windsor Comic Con on September twenty first and twenty second. Um, I don't actually have my table number as of this recording, but I, I don't know. If you want to know where I am, you can find just find me. me. Yeah, just, just come find me. me. Just find be me. Like a little game. Or, or if you or if you find me on online or something, just message me. I'll tell you or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I got lots more work to do. Let me tell you. Perfect. But yeah, other than that, I, th- I think that's about it. Yeah. Cool. That sounds that sounds like a wrap. Cool. That that is a wrap. It's a rapidy wrap wrap. All right. Well, that's it for J and J lose the plot. Join us next week for more movie stuff. Yeah, and I'd like to thank the musical ghost for our theme song, Swing All Night and Day. And thank you for watching with the ears. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.